Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Denasia. And my name is Faith. And we are two 20-something type A Black girls. Season two of this podcast is about our journey navigating post-grad life, the corporate world, and life in general as type A Black girls. We hope you enjoy it. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the last episode. Hey, y'all. Season two, episode 10. This is going to be a good one. We're here. We're here. And today we have a very special guest. You guys might remember her from our Miami recap episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're going to welcome back Kelly. Yes. Round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, do you want to just give them a little introduction of who you are? Remind them. Um, Yeah, so I'm Kelly. Um, I was the one that knew Faith and Denasia and Peyton were basically strangers to me <laughs> when I met them and spent like a weekend with them. Um, but yeah, now we're all well acquainted. Now we got a little friend across the country friend group. That far. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, cool. I mean, you and, got me there. And you, where, where do you live? Where, what school do you go to? If you want to just dive into that really quick. Um, yes, yeah, so I live in the good old southern state of South Carolina, mm-hmm. which is right under Faith, and they are two separate states, um, mm-hmm. if you didn't know, <laughs> as Faith didn't know. No. Um, when she what? first came to visit. <laughs> Faith you thought it was one big Carolina? Low combo. Yes. Yeah. She called them the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. The Carolinas. Yeah. Um, but I live in Greer. It's like right outside of Greenville. Um, I went to Anderson University, which is in Anderson, South Carolina. It's like an hour from me now, 45. Um, and then it's like 30 minutes from Clemson, if you've ever heard, if you've ever heard of Clemson University. Um, but that's kind of where I am. I do want to, at some point, move to a different state just to experience more of what life has to offer. But for right now, I do love where I'm at um and I'm happy with my little my little house my little area my little, home. Yeah. Area. little, little home <laughs> <laughs> nice and do you want to just go through your rosebud and thorn you know we this is our last episode so this is probably the last time you guys are going to get life updates from us in a minute yeah. um before we start our next season so Kelly you want to kick us off yes so my rosebud I had a really good gym week um last week was super crazy um and it's been a while since I started working my like corporate job I don't think I have hit maybe one other time I might have hit all five days Mm. so this Mm. week once I finish tomorrow because before this I literally used to go Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday that was my schedule and I haven't been able to do that in some months but this week will be the first time I would have done that um and I I feel really good definitely challenging myself definitely feel myself getting better um the gym is really important to me. Like I have a whole fitness page, everything. Love. And um, <laughs> so just to be able to like really get back into the swing of things and like really feel confident again, um, it definitely feels good. I also just started taking creatine. Um, if you would have asked me a couple years ago, I definitely would have been against it. Um, 
just mm. because that like it's really debatable um but I have kept up with a lot of people and I have done more research and there definitely are benefits to it so I kind of just want to try it out so I started that today um been cramping all day been peeing all day oh <laughs> I was gonna say I heard there's a lot of side effects to creatine like I've been taking protein powder every day and that is mm. a, uh, a beast the only thing is you I will say I'm doing loading so you can either load or you can do maintenance maintenance means you just come in and you take like your one scoop a day um depending on like how big your serving size is loading is where you do four to five a day for the first five to seven days and then you go into your maintenance and then you can like cycle off and start over again Mm. um loading is really good like if you have something like kind of big coming up or whatever like short short time periods like I'll literally be seeing results next week um Mm. from loading I really don't have a reason to I just wanted to see if I could do it (laughs) so the challenge (laughs) I'll give you the update next week love literally love and what about your bud my bud um next weekend is my niece's first birthday so I'll be going home for her birthday party love her time flies I cannot I literally can't believe like it's been a whole year. Um, I think as she gets older, she's definitely going to turn out to be a mini me. She's already hitting people. She's very, <laughs> um, very dramatic. Now she got her on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this little girl and I'm so excited to celebrate her. And then my thorn <laughs> last week has been a week, yeah. a week from H E double hockey sticks, That's like hot. one of those weeks. Um, I was having car troubles last week. My car is really old and it was really just something to hold me over until I got a new car and it uh, we're tapping out. Um, and I had to go to Savannah this past weekend for a bachelorette party, which is four hours from me. Mm. And a rental was going to be over 300. And then I still would have had to come back and deal with my car. Mm. So it was just a lot going on at one time. And like, my relationship we were just at odds like the majority of the week like even into this week mm. it's been rough but we're we're good we're back on the right track it must have been mm. something in the air for real. Uh, you hear me i don't i don't know but i never want to i never want to smell it taste it see it hear it whatever <laughs> five senses that part i'm just i'm very emotional surprise surprise me too um and my i'm a crier i'm a big crier i was just crying bro (laughs) that was me like sometimes i feel the need to cry and i cannot get it out like i haven't cried in months no (laughs) yes like i it's it's bad like i feel the need to cry and the tears just won't come like i literally just turned cold that's insane that's insane no literally i think it's because i have no water on my chart I don't. I don't even. I don't know. But I don't like, know a Scorpio. That's <laughs> yeah, that's your know. water sign. I, oh, I okay. only have Libra, Virgo, and Leo on Ooh. my chart. Okay, so and it's like thing. a dash of Aquarius. I hate Virgos. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I a full disclaimer. My best friend is a Virgo. Like one of my closest guy friends is a Virgo, and like they're the exception. And I, apparently now you have to be too. But oh, I'm not a I'm not a Virgo though I'm a Libra. Oh, that's oh, yeah, Libra's birthdays are like 
six days apart. But I, I am on the cusp. I'm September 23rd. It's the first day. So I am, oh, I am on the way cusp of Virgo. Way and, and my rising is Virgo. So. That's actually my mom's birthday. But Kirk's ex is a Virgo. And I, mm, there's just. That'll do it. I'm going to leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <Hands> it's, <laughs> it's in God's hands. It's above me. <laughs> it really is. Now, what about you, moms? What um, what's your um, RBT? So my my RBT. Um, if y'all listen back to the Italy episode where we talked about like life after undergrad, <laughs> <laughs> you know that I lost my nail in Italy. Like I whole, forgot whole nail that. bed, baby. And remember, I told you I was like, oh my god, it's gonna take months to grow back. Mm-hmm. It finally grew back. Love. Yay. As of this week, I'm able to clip it. Okay. And the second it grew back, I went straight to the nail shop. I said, put another. <laughs> I didn't learn my lesson. Uh, I went straight to the nail shop, got another acrylic put back on that thing. Yeah. Now I have a full 10 because before it was nine and a Band-Aid. Mm. And it was looking rough. Like that thing would pop off and people would be like, oh my God, your nails. Because <laughs> there's nothing there. It would just be like, it would just be flesh. That's TMI, I'm sorry. I'd like, be, like the Band-Aid would pop off in public. I'd have to like hold my finger down. That would know it would see. Mm-mm. Uh-uh, uh-uh. That's nasty. So my nail finally grew back. Uh, play, <laughs> praise God. Look, look at God. Literally, <laughs> look at him. Um. So yeah, that was my rose for this week. Is that I have my nails back, Mister? My bud is that um. <laughs> this ain't even a bud. This is a thorn, and this is everything all in one. Like I'm just figuring out my life right now. Um, as y'all know, I'm moving to New York. Um. <laughs> I talked to this man on the phone that like does rental guarantees and he was just like uh like he sounded like like old Italian. He was like, "Yeah, honey, um you chose the worst city to move to at the worst possible time in the country." So, you're yeah. screwed. Like he did not help me at all. He basically told me he was like, "Yeah, you're screwed. I wouldn't want to be you." He's not and then hung <laughs> up. He didn't even say bye. Like what? I was asking for his services and he was like, he just hung up in my face and I was like, "Oh my god." I would cry. Uh, see, I had the urge to, and it would have. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick to my stomach. So yeah, um, uh, yeah. It's, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm figuring it out, but I'm excited for it to be figured out mm-hmm. by this time next month. That part. Um, my thorn is that, like Kelly, I'm trying to be a fitness girl. Now I'm not on Kelly's level, but mm-hmm. on the days that I'm not at the gym, um, I try to go on walks as of late. <laughs> So most recently I went on a walk and I was like, oh, it's a nice, it's a nice night. You know, it was like 7 p.m. And like it, the sun was still up. So I was like, OK, I should be good. Um, so I go out on my walk. It's the first time I've walked in like months, like since Loki, since like mid quarantine where like people was going on walks and stuff and in mental health, whatever. Yeah. So I was going I went on my walk and I'm about two miles out. So I was like, no, I'm going to put in like I'm gonna put in like three to four you know just so I feel like I just yeah I did a lot today so I go on my walk and halfway through like if you know Vegas like it starts storming out of nowhere like we don't even get rain like that but when we do there's no weather report that can predict it like weatherman don't even know it's coming Mm -hmm. why did it start storming like pouring hard (laughs) while I'm two miles away from home like I was so sick like I was drenched head to toe and thankfully like my I'm wearing my natural hair so like I just went home and washed it but I was like imagine if I had just got a silk press or something Uh, no (laughs) absolutely not I was sick like I was drenched I couldn't even like see straight it was pouring pouring (laughs) cats and dogs and we don't get rain all that often so it flooded in the city and as I'm walking like I'm thinking it's just me there's cars driving by I look like I look like I'm just 
out in the in the dunies, like just by myself in the rain. And I see a man walking and he has a stroller. Why is there a full baby in this stroller getting poured on? <laughs> like he had the little cover over it, but the baby was like getting waterboarded in the <laughs> stroller. Like uh-huh. and he go look at me. Oh, you got caught too? Yeah, look at you. You got a whole six month old out here in the rain. Like that poor baby is gonna be Pneumonia. sick. Easily. Pneumonia instantaneously. <laughs> yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? So and he wasn't even running. He, he had no sense of urgency. <laughs> I was sick. I'm like, bro, give me the baby. Some kids, some people don't deserve kids. Okay. Sure. I'm gonna just say that. Because ain't no way. So um, yeah, that's been my life. What about you, Faith? <laughs> um, well, my rose is I found a nail tech. I Period. high and low and um reached out to a lot, and a lot of all of them didn't get back to me except for one. Um, uh, my last, that's my girl, like my, my nail tech and AZ, like that's going to be the girl that does all my bridesmaids nails. Like that's, you know, but I needed a, a inter, um, an intermediate one for when I'm over here for the, for the next year. And she's so sweet. We chopped it up. Turns out it's not really regular for like you to chop it up with your nail tech like this, because when I tell you I be chopping up with her, she know my whole life at this point. She, she <gasps> know, she, she know about me getting catfish like that. <laughs> Like, that's wild. Because I was just telling Faith, I'm a quiet client. Like, I will sit in that chair. And I'm not a rude client. Like, I'm just quiet. Like, I don't I don't know what to be. I don't know what to say. I just be sitting there watching whatever music, whatever music videos they got playing on the TV. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that we were chopping it up. She's been with her boyfriend almost for three years. Like, we, we talked about Miami. <laughs> we talked everything. Like, not, it's not all our business, moms. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She probably knows stuff about me. She knows stuff about my life. Like, what? Not Denasia, but definitely Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, the thing is, I hate silence. Like, I literally do. And she, uh, the, the one con is I was getting so stimulated because I had just got off of work. I was coding for the last two hours of work. And she had on, like, party music at, like, the loudest volume. And I was, like, I was getting stimulated. Like, and she still wanted me to, like, talk to her and I was like (laughs) (laughs) so yeah but it was very fun she's really cute very fun definitely going back to her I'm lit I don't see no imperfections and and I told her how good my last no tech was so she was taking her time okay Mm. but yeah so gang um but I'm moving my sister into college next week um it doesn't even feel real for real like she's supposed to be 12 and she's 18 so that don't even Mm. feel real um, but there's going to be a lot of tears because this will be the first time we will all be in different states for an extended period of time. Me, hope and joy and my mom, because my mom low key might be moving to Atlanta, but that's a whole nother. <laughs> ATL. When oh, I, I tell you, Atlanta. every time I update my friends with my mom, it's always something. Upcoming Christian artist right there. No, no. Literally, <laughs> there's, 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 my mom, my mom is just like, she's, she's definitely a free spirit and she's finally empty nester. So she's like, yeah, I'm lit for real. So yeah, we shall see what she ends up doing. Um, but my thorn is since my sister will be in the same set as my boyfriend, I'll be seeing him, but I'll, I'll only be able to spend two full days with him. So like, it's definitely mm. going to be boohoo crying that Monday morning. Cause my flight leaves at 5am. So Mm. 3 a.m. me crying again it's so funny when I cry because I really be crying like I'm never gonna see this man again that's what it feel like that's what like, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Kelly can under Kelly can feel for me Ke- I I be fighting for my <laughs> I be fighting for my life up until when he came at the beginning of June I would have to drive to Atlanta which is two hours away mm. um usually at freakishly like weird times and his like returning flight was 
always at some like god awful time in the morning mm-hmm. and the only thing that would offset me from being so upset and like <laughs> is the fact that i'm not a morning person and so i really don't feel anything mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> i was still i shed like a couple tears this past time i did not shed a tear and that's for a completely different reason because somebody didn't want to give it up before he got on the plane um <laughs> So, so I was mad. I did not shed a tear. Mad driving back to my house. I'm like, bro, we're not even gonna see each other till September at the earliest. Like best case scenario. Really? Yeah. No tears for you. No. I went home oh to nap. Ain't got no tears left to cry. Bro, I was literally about to say no tears left to cry. Are we on a grande day? Like the we're on the same. But no, literally, like I I'm just lit. Like uh, here's the thing. Side note, Kelly has a long distance husband. So this yeah, is Kelly Mary. Kelly's literally married. Like so, it's, it goes Kelly, Mary, me, almost engaged, Peyton, and Asia. We shall see. <laughs> TBD. TBD. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, uh, it's getting very much nah. Like I'm, t- com- I'm not even gonna lie. I'm completely turned off, like from men right now. Like mm. I don't want to deal with them. I don't want to look at them. Mm. I don't even want to hear from them. Uh-huh. Don't <laughs> talk to me. Like I'm just in a state of very, like, very selfish, like me right now. Like I don't want to deal with. I just don't want the the issues that I know would come with the men relationship with because my roster is looking down terrible like we're we're over 30 like we're no not 30 (laughs) that makes it sound like there's a lot of them I'm just saying like they're not doing great so I just I'm I'm not not, they're not they're winning no games like I'm just not really in the mood for to deal with any guys right now like I just really want to focus on like what I have going on right now so it's looking very much like TBD yeah. And I, I'd say until at least the end of the year, I'm not really, even when I get to New York, I don't want to deal with nobody. Oh, okay. You're still kind of still York. going to try to be settled, getting settled. Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's too much transitions happen to be having, to be worried about like, oh, he didn't test me back today. Or like, you know, just like playing that's, games. Like, I don't have the energy. No Monopoly, no Yahtzee vibes. No, but let's, not at all. let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. So for yes. today, uh, we're going to be talking about feeling stuck in your 20s. And we wanted to have Kelly on because... I feel like she, um, what's the word? I feel like she had a lot of, tra- like, you like you went through a lot of transitions post-grad. Yeah. And, like, undergrad, I feel like everything is kind of, like, it's not that it's laid out for you, but it's easier to go about undergrad versus when you graduate, now you have to figure things out for yourself. And I feel like you had, like, you went through a lot. And you graduated in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So I feel like, not that the pandemic still isn't going on, but you graduated in the heat of it. So I feel like yeah. you can speak a lot about, like, going into your career, not going into the career you want immediately and, like, trying to figure it out as you go along. Mm-hmm. Big facts. Um, but to start off, so, Kelly, during your college career, what experiences slash internships slash jobs did you participate in, and what was your career goal out of college? Um, okay, so I'll, I'll answer in reverse. Okay. My career goal out of college, um, when I went in, I was a comm major, and I did PR as, like, my concentration, And then I put on marketing as my minor. So I wanted to come out and I wanted to work for a PR agency um, and get a lot of different experience with a lot of different clients, get that under my belt. And that I wanted to, from there, like move on to maybe working for like just one company. Um, And then I kind of wanted to like verge off into event planning. Um, So that was my career goal to work for agency out of college. Um, I, for my major, an internship is not required. If you're a business major, um, I want to say if you're some other, like, uh, 
BS majors, um, you definitely have to do an internship like to graduate. They mm-hmm. didn't make that a requirement for us. And I wish that they would have. But I, I knew that getting an internship was important. Um, I just didn't stress it so much. So before I wasn't really serious about it until like before my senior year. And I I really didn't put much effort into it, to be honest, because I know it wasn't something that I needed per se to graduate, which is what I was mm. focused on. Um, so I did have a couple of rounds of interviews with Freddie Mac, which is um, really hard to explain. But if you guys know what that is, if you don't, it's it's a it's it's a relative to Sally Mae. Okay, so that's just, mm, okay. Um, but they do like different things that goes into more like housing and things like that. So I had a couple rounds of interviews for them, and I was really kind of like excited and kind of set on like you know I got this in the bag. I'm gonna get this. I didn't get it. <laughs> Much to my surprise, I didn't get it. Um, so I kind of gave up for a little bit, but I was like, no, I need an internship. But I, which is rule number one, do not put all your eggs in one basket. Mm. I did. And by the time they like had gone like through the process and had gotten back to me that like I didn't um, get the position, it was already summer. And at that, I mean, a lot of places fill up their intern positions like early, like mad quick. Like winter, early spring. By by mm-hmm. the time summer comes, like people have already decided this is who's working, have everything set up. Um, so I missed out on a lot of opportunities because of that. Um, so at that point, I was just looking. I ended up getting an internship with this vegan health plaza in Compton, um, and I ran their so one of their social media accounts, which was um, very insightful. And and probably more so in learning about veganism than it was about like managing <laughs> a social media account. Um, but it was experience and it did go on my resume. The only other internship I had applied for probably my sophomore year, I believe, sophomore or junior year, I'm not sure, was an internship at BMW. Um, but I didn't get that. Um, so there's the only two like internships that I really applied for. And then my job when I was working I came in I didn't have a job um I worked all throughout high school and so my parents were like you know you take this time get settled in I went to school on a full ride and I had to keep a certain GPA to keep my scholarship um Mm -hmm. so that's what they were focused on like because Anderson is a private school and it's a very expensive school yeah yeah and if you don't have scholarship then you're (laughs) you're probably not gonna go there Mm -hmm. um so I kind of just focused on that. I did do a little babysitting and then I didn't get a job until my spring semester of junior year. And I worked that job up until I started my job that I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when did you, so when did first, when did you graduate? And two, like, what was the process of job hunting after you graduated? Like, was there something that really stuck out with you? Like, I know you went through like, different offers that you had tried to go through and they didn't work out like how did you handle like any rejection that you face when you're job hunting like for your big girl job yeah okay so I graduated in December of 2021 um I graduated a semester early when you come in your freshman year they basically make your schedule for you and I started off with 
16, 17 credits. So I kind of set myself up on a pace. So every semester after that, I took at least 15, usually more. And then I took one summer class. So by the time um, junior year came around and I was ready to like make my schedule, I was good enough to um, just take another summer class and then like load up one semester and then do my senior semester and be done. Um, because I didn't have like real internship experience per se, um, I didn't have like a job offer secured and I did not do, actually I didn't do any job hunting before I graduated. Um, mm. So everything was kind of after and I knew I went to Vegas. That was my graduation trip. That was like a week long. Um, and I didn't want to like start looking for a job, you know, possibly get a job. Oh, I'm going to be gone a week. Like when I'm first supposed to start, mm -hmm. so I was like, I'll wait till I get back, you know, get settled in. I'm coming off of literally finishing the semester on Friday, graduating on Saturday, going to Vegas on Monday, coming mm. back the next mm. Sunday. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I was I was booked, I was busy, and I was really just, like, on a high. Like, it was just a lot of celebration, a lot of good times. Um, and I didn't want to, like, deflate by coming <laughs> right back home to a job. Yeah. So the process was, um, ugh, like, nothing I've ever done before. <laughs> um, mm. My advice definitely... Like I said, don't put all your eggs in one basket. When I first started looking, I was only looking for jobs on Indeed. And I'm going to tell you guys, I like I got scammed a little bit on there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys like and no offense to the people that actually like do these jobs. 100% respect. But this job was advertised as a communication specialist. And mm -hmm. there was literally a job description of things that a communication specialist would do. I'd work on internal, external communications, creating like documents, like newsletters, things like that. Um, working a little bit with the marketing team, like an actual job description for a communication specialist. I had my first interview, very vague, whatever. Make it to my second round. That's where they really like break down the job with you. Why did these people... <laughs> make up a position um and the real job was that i was mm -hmm. gonna be in a store selling at&t or samsung what? <laughs> and then explain the levels that i would go through like you know like account manager like juniors like and i sat there flabbergasted it was they were trying was to make probably, you a verizon girl girl it was the 30 minute interview and it was just all him talking and then like asking me if i got what he was saying and then the end was like, okay, we're going to send out a form, answer the questions within like the next 30 minutes, or whatever, um, to qualify to possibly go on to like your third round interview. I, I had to look to the sky and say, God, what are you <laughs> for real, what are you doing? Um, so that was my one bad experience. But in the beginning, I was only sticking to Indeed. I didn't like branch out. Um, I did look at Google every now and then, but um, then I was like, okay, I have a LinkedIn. So I went on LinkedIn. I completely edited my profile. Um, then I started looking on there and I did get uh, more interaction, I guess, to say from LinkedIn. So I was mm -hmm. on that a little bit and then I went back to Indeed. But my number one tip is to just kind of like look anywhere, look everywhere. 
Um, and don't even just stick to like doing online job boards or search engines or things like that. If there is a place that you're interested in, like if there's a specific company, if you don't know anybody at that company, like reach out. I wish mm-hmm. that I had like that connect somewhere that I wanted to work at. Um, but I didn't. And I'm, I'm not really the person that's just going to like really put myself out there like that. Um, so I was just applying to jobs. I did possibly have an opportunity to work um, with AT&T. I have no idea what I would be doing, but my cousin is a director and they gave them the opportunity to bring on um, basically anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was just kind of a lot of uncertainty around that because I have no idea what I'd be doing. Um, still don't know what I'd be doing, yeah. but <laughs> it would have and it would have either been in Charlotte or Atlanta, probably mm-hmm. Atlanta, I think. Um, and I would have had to be in the office, which was mm-hmm. moving uh, to Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and he, I think they were just kind of slow in the process because they were literally just making these job positions up. And so there was a lot that they had to go through for it to be like even a thing for me to even like, you know, interview things like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I wanted more certainty than that. Um, and I wanted to do something that, like, I kind of wanted to do. So I, I tabled that. And it's still on the table. There could be a possibility, like, that it would still work out if I turn out to not like this position after working for some time or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it was it was stressful. Looking back through my Indeed, I applied to... Whew, uh, probably close to a hundred jobs. I can't tell you how, I can't remember how many like follow-ups or emails I got. LinkedIn, I applied to way less, but like I said, I I had more interaction on there, whether it was them like viewing my profile, like actually looking at my resume. Mm -hmm. I did have several interviews set up that were through LinkedIn. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah which was, which was really good. Um, that kind of boosted my self-esteem during the process, because when the majority of your job process is going to be either rejection or silence. Um, and it, it really doesn't even matter like what job you apply for. Like at one point, even before this, I applied to work at for GB shoes. Like I got rejected. Mm. I'm, I'm working towards a, a degree in and I'm not even like good enough to sell shoes. Like no, literally, uh, that's like Target. <laughs> Don't nobody who begin accepting to Target. That part because I know a list of people that apply to Target for like cashier role, and they'd be like, "We're sorry, like they reject everybody." <laughs> who who's getting hired at Target? I don't. I and it's it's honestly the craziest places. Like I before I worked at Food Lion, I applied to work at Kohl's. Kohl's nobody even shops at Kohl's anymore. No, I did not get the job. <laughs> I did not get the job. Are you insane? <laughs> like, so for so for our listeners, a little bit maybe confused. Like, basically, Kelly graduated. It took her a few months while she was at the grocery store. If you're not from the south, because I would be confused if I was if I I didn't know you worked there. <laughs> um, and then she finally got an offer. So Kelly, how did you feel when you finally got that offer? And like, what was that process like? I literally, it felt like heaven. So that week, um, let me think, let me remember. 
my interview was on Wednesday. Yeah, so I'm going to backtrack. Um, I want to say Tuesday. I had two interviews set up. One was more so a marketing position. This The title of my position now um, is digital content coordinator. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. I had a phone interview for this position early in the morning. Um, I didn't even realize because I wasn't, I work for a staffing company, by the way, I was not very familiar with staffing companies and kind of how they worked. So the lady that I was talking to was HR. I wasn't even talking to like the person that I work for mm-hmm. um, or even a recruiter. She literally just works for HR. Um, and she's actually kind of like stepped over into like head HR or whatever. But so I had my phone interview, um, at the end, she was like, when we finish, could you send over some writing samples? I'll send it to um, basically who would be my boss. So I sent mm-hmm. over the samples. I went about my day. Um, my other interview was supposed to be at, I want to say, three something. Um, never heard anything back. Never got like a link sent. Um, there was just no communication. So I was like, Ugh, okay. But... Thank goodness it didn't work out because sometime around that time, I got a call back from this company and they said they really liked my writing samples. They wanted to do an in-person mm. interview. Um, we kind of got the days mixed up. So it ended up being literally the next day. Um, and I went to the gym. I worked out. Then I went to the store and I was like, oh, I'm going to get like a nice little shirt for my interview. Mm. And this is, this was that moment in the movie where like everything <laughs> goes to hell. Like, mm. not oh no! <laughs> I thought we were talking about to have, have a happy ending. What's going on? Me too. I thought we was getting a happy ending too. No, this this is the this was the happy. No, this was the storm before the happy. I see. This shirt was sixteen dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to preface this by saying, I my faith isn't God, not in my bank account. Okay. <laughs> Hey. I don't check it. Let I don't check. Say amen. 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 I don't check my bank account because there's got to be something in there. I get up to the register. My card declines. Mm. I'm like, hmm? question mark. Thank God my mom had just sent me gas money um, to put gas in my car so I could make it to the interview the next morning. Mm-hmm. And so I literally, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. Give me a second. <laughs> Venmo transfer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> little offshore and account i get my get my shirt leave and i sit in my car and i literally drive to this movie parking lot and i'm i ball my eyes out for at least an hour because this was this is my big moment of frustration um i had been through so many rejections like i had put myself out there like heard nothing back i at this point i was working like very close to 40 hours a week, um, which you can't even really hit 40 hours technically. Um, Before we went to Miami, I think I had like six or seven days in a row. When I came back, I had like seven or eight days in a row. Like I was working my butt off. Um, All I was doing was like work gym, work gym, work gym. And I, I do all this and I have nothing to show for it. Like I can hardly afford to pay my bills. I can hardly afford to put gas in my car. Like I'm really like, like praying to make things stretch and like my mom is helping me out a lot thank god for her but it's just like I felt so low because you know I thought about like my friends like Faith Faith 
came out and she was going to work for Cisco. Um, Denasia was going to work for L'Oreal. Peyton was doing all this stuff with her mom and, you know, doing like their mortgage loans and things like that. And it just felt like all these good things were happening to people around me. And as happy as I was for them, it just kind of made me feel worse because I was like, God, like, why can't any of this happen for me? Mm -hmm. And on top of that, like, I'm dealing with my long distance relationship. God, and still at this point, God only knows like when he's going to be able to come back. And it was just, it was a lot. I really felt like my back was against the wall. And that was probably like my lowest moment in my job search for me, because I was like, something has to give, like, I can't afford to keep living like this because I literally can't afford to keep living like this. <laughs> like, um, and so I sat in my car, I bought my eyes out. I picked it up, went home, started crying again. I was crying the rest of the night, but I was listening to my gospel music. I was like, oh, God, like I'm giving this to you. You got this. Like, and I was like really praying over my interview the next day. I even was looking up good interview questions to ask. I really wanted to like be prepared Mm-hmm. But at this point, I was kind of like desensitized to the whole thing. I was like, it's an interview. I'm going to go in here. I'm an interview. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I had just become like so desensitized to the pro- process because I had gone through it so many times. Mm-hmm. So I have the interview. Um, I don't remember how long it was. I remember like in the beginning, I was like playing with my ring a lot. And I noticed that I was doing it and I stopped, but then I saw that she had started doing it. So I'm like, okay, but we had good conversation. We talked, we kind of had like the same majors, um, but she was like the director of marketing. So graphic design is more so her thing. When I came out, um, I felt like, oh, it was an interview. I didn't feel overly like, yeah, I crushed it. I killed it. Like mm-hmm. this job is mine. I was just like, it's an interview. Either I got it or I didn't like, yeah. And that's what it was. I got a call probably like an hour and some change, maybe an hour and a half later from the HR lady that I had been in communication with. She asked me how it went. I was like, you know, I, I think it went like pretty well. Um, and then she asked me again, kind of like what my salary expectations were. So I told her um, and she was like, okay, like we'll be in contact soon. So I, I literally was at this point, I was missing my job at Food Lion for anything. The sky could have been the wrong shade of blue. <laughs> I'm like I was chilling at my brother's house, laying down. I'm supposed to be on the clock, like, and I definitely could have made it. But I went into work. Um, it's six something, close to seven, and I get a call um, from this number. And I'm like, mm, I think I should answer this. I go outside. She's like, "Hi, Kelly." I'm like, "Hey, uh, how are you? How you Good doing? You? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you calling me? It's almost seven o'clock. I'm at work. I'm um, not even supposed to be out here right now." And she's like, well, um, we want to extend you the job offer. My mouth, Lord. I'm oh. sitting outside food line in my uniform. I'm, I mean, my mouth dropped wide open. And you could hear the excitement in my voice. I tried to play it cool. Like, you know, oh, I got an offer before or something. No, I never got an offer. Like, <laughs> I was so excited. Um, and so we kind of talked about it. We discussed when I would start. Um, I gave my two weeks at my job. Um, And then I had like a free weekend and then I started May 3rd. Um, It was, it was honestly, it was worth it um, because it really, it's a learning experience. It really builds who you are and it kind of builds like your outlook 
on life and this is like kind of off topic but like not really it offends me so much when you know when you're out on the street or you're walking and you and you see a homeless person and someone makes like a derogatory comment like oh just mm. get up just go to work or like even yes. when people have like that discourse on like twitter and stuff Facts. it is so offensive like and i i hate and every time someone says something like that I immediately like stick up for them because sure you might've got your job handed to you. That is literally not the reality for the majority of Americans. Mm-hmm. Everybody says they are hiring. Nobody is hiring. Nope. No, say hiring. it again. Like, you know how hard it is to get a job? Like realistically, it is so hard. And thank God this was only a four month process for me. There was mm-hmm. a girl I went to school with, well, I went to school. I was in the same grade as her younger sister, but we might have been in high school or something at the same point. Um, my mom, during my job search, uh, she had gone to the dentist where her mom works at and she was talking to her. This girl had been graduated almost a year and a half and still could not get a job. Mm-hmm. I'm talking people with degrees not yeah. to get jobs. It's it's not an easy process. It's not as easy as you think it is. It's not something that you just walk into and you just get, unless you're just that lucky or unless you got some nepotism going on. But like, oh, yeah, nepotism. let's talk about it. Okay. You, you start putting pieces together and realize who daddy on what. That part. Right. It's really a humbling process. And not that I wish that people would go through what I went through, but I do wish that like, everyone could get a taste of it because it's not how it was even four years ago, even three years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. And, it, and it'll probably be different three years from now, but the reality that people that are coming out of college right now, or people that are looking to start the professional careers right now, the reality that they're facing is completely different than anything that we've ever known. And like, mm-hmm. yes, this is like our market per se. We can really, you know, work companies up to, to milk them and get what we want. But it's so hard to get to that point. And I wish yeah. that more people understood that. And I also wish that, especially for older generations where the market was completely different, they kind of compare it like, oh, when I got out of college, I got a job and I started working right away. And they, they kind of compare it to what it was like then. But the value of a bachelor's degree, look at it between the 1990s to now. Like, it's completely different. Yeah. Like a degree can't just get you a job these days. Like you need, you need to, years. you need experience without even having any experience on your belt. Like they want experience hires for entry level. Like yeah. I can't give that to you. I haven't even worked a full time job yet. Like literally, crazy. Um, it's it's crazy. And you just made a point that I wanted to hit on that I just completely just forgot. Um, <laughs> yeah, you hit on a point about the homeless thing because I have been around so many people that think they're like holier than thou oh i hate like it literally gets under my skin so much because 60 percent of americans are a paycheck away from being homeless like that could be you and literally if anything went wrong like think about how hard the pandemic hit people that were secure in their jobs working there for 10 15 years and now are struggling like there's no way you can sit here and try to tell me like all those people there didn't have no plan no person on, on the streets didn't have a job before this like no like mm-hmm. they're all people that obviously didn't plan to be homeless that part that part yeah. something happened something um, yeah. happened okay. um about the experience thing and college in and of itself no is not a scam but 
think about what you want to do and think really hard about it and think about what other avenues you could take to get to where you want to be. Mm. Because what I found um, and what I told one of my friends that I went to high school with who kind of graduated with the same major as me, what I found in my search is that a lot of the jobs that I looked at that I came across, even that I applied to, didn't necessarily care if you had a degree or not. They wanted mm-hmm. you, um, which was honestly a shock to me. Not that I'm doing some life-changing work, like I'm a comm major, like, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, I mean, for something that's like, you know, depending on what avenue of comm you want to do, comm is pretty writing heavy. Like you do have to take like different journalism classes and learn different types of writing, like have under your belt for something that's like, you know, something as te- technical as like writing could be a lot of these places yeah you know it'd be cool it's a nice to have that's that's Mm -hmm. how we would word it like you know if we're writing a job description it's a nice to have it's not necessary they care more about the experience and so I just want people to take that into account if you're really putting yourself in a bad position to to go to college um, or even to try to finish college as far as like money wise um, and really setting yourself back really consider what you want to do and think about how you can get there um, a different way. For example, me, I did not, <laughs> I didn't need to go to college. Um, I learned a lot of great things there, Yeah. but there are so many resourceful online tools. Um, social media is a big part of my major. I literally yeah. could have just started an Instagram account, um, whether it be for like food or lifestyle or fashion or whatever. I could have just started an Instagram account studied learned about all the you know and the analytics um everything it takes to run a successful social media account I could have done something like that I could have even put myself out there ran like a small businesses um social media accounts like things like that um working on like ads and and whatnot um and I could have probably had a job sooner than with my four-year degree and my minor in my months of internship like yeah really, really think hard about it guys <laughs> that'll do it that'll and it, do it. And it and, sucks because a lot of jobs now are like requiring degrees mm-hmm. the, it really depends on what I think it depends on the industry it depends on the industry like for me I either got to have a lot of certifications or a degree mm-hmm. and yeah. even with certifications is even with the degree and certifications is definitely unknown um yeah it, it, it really it does you know you're right it does depend on the industry yeah and I guess for you Kelly and for all of us like how do you overcome this feeling of being like stuck like I've tried all my options and just like dealing with the emotions of that because I don't think especially if you're used to being type a and like very good at school and like you've kind of been on this track where you feel like you've been doing everything right for things to go wrong like how do you handle that um, I, you want to go first Kelly girl yeah I'll go okay. Um, I can personally say, which was a great point. I'm not type A. Um, (laughs) I love my type A friends, though. (laughs) All love over here. Um, I'm not used to being rejected. Like, I have been smart my whole life. It wasn't even up until college that I even had to try to be. Like, things have just always come to me, whether I have to, you know, put my mind to it a little bit or put it in a little work. Like, things have, it's just been there for me. And so this was kind of my first season of life where every answer was basically like, no, or hell no. Like, (laughs) um, and it was really, 
it really does something to your pride, which honestly, I probably needed that looking back. Um, I probably did need the rejection because I don't handle it well mm-hmm. and I'm not used to it. Um, yeah. And I can say that I, I have a different perspective, but um, one thing that kind of kept me going when I was in the midst of all that, I can't remember. Oh, my old volleyball coach, she would always say a win's a win's a win. Um, and somewhere else, it was kind of like finding, finding victory in the small things. Like, mm. so mm-hmm. celebrate your wins, like make, make up wins for you. Oh, go to the gym today. That's a win. Like mm-hmm. small yeah. victories are still victories. Okay. We might've, we might've lost the battle, but we haven't lost the war. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I didn't get this job, but, and I'm very faith-based. So it's like, that means God has something so much better in store for me. And that's kind of how I had to look at it. I really just had to take things day by day. I had a good workout today. That's a dub. Um, You know, I'm hanging out with my friend this week and we're doing this. That's a dub. Or I'm getting to see my family, like really embracing the small things and and finding those things to be, to be happy about, to set like your joy on, because it can be a very frustrating and it can be a very discouraging process, especially if you're like me and you're not used to having to go through something like this. Um, so it can really take your joy away. So it's, to me, it was just kind of finding, finding the little things to be happy about, to put a smile mm-hmm. on your face to, you know, to carry me through. Cause I knew I was going to yeah. get a job one day. It was just a matter of time. But it's like, in the meantime, you know, I have this to be thankful for. I have this to be happy about, like, thank God I even have, a job to go to while I'm looking for a job. Not a lot that, of people mm, are the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. never lost a cent of income while I was looking like for my job. Um, so it's to me, it was celebrating the small wins, the small victories. Mm. Um, yeah, for me, um, when things don't go as planned, it typically starts off with a call to my boyfriend, like, hey, life isn't going well. It's always like a minor inconvenience. If is also like I'm really frustrated um might lead to some tears and probably make some- <laughs> um then I make another plan to initial like I, <laughs> I love a good to I love a good okay this didn't work okay why did it work and let's let's make plans to make it work next time or we can do something we can we can find an alternative I love mm-hmm. I love a plan. So honestly, if one plan don't work, dust yourself off and try again vibes. That's it's typically a nap, make a Pinterest meal, vent to my boyfriend, journal. Oh my goodness. I, <laughs> journal. My journal. My journal has the the rest is I have been it's given unwritten by Natasha Beddingfield. Like I Girl, nothing, actually, nothing is left unwritten. I'd be written, <laughs> writing everything, okay? I'd be like, dear God. Like, so I have my devotional. I'd be like, dear God, I'd just be going. My hand be hurting. And honestly, like, just getting it out really, really, really helps. Like, why Why am I frustrated? Let's get to the bottom of that um, with the plans. And plans not going my, my way. I love to say in interviews that I'm super good with um, switching, switching up when things don't go as planned. But I absolutely am not good under... Mm. so yeah glad I got this job and there is a lot of change so it's like it's my vacation so I gotta figure it out but um, 
Um, so for me, um, I, I honestly feel like for me, when I get stuck, the hardest part is just getting out of my own head. Mm. And I think like, especially when things are just like really, really rough, I tend to just isolate. Like I would just mm. push everybody out. I'm like, I just need to deal with this on my own. I don't, I don't reach out to nobody. I don't talk about it because I just want to like deal with it myself. Yeah. So the hardest part has been me getting out of that headspace and realizing like, sometimes you have to talk about it. Mm. Sometimes you got to like indulge in probably going to the same thing no one's just talking about it yeah so I really have to work on like not being so isolate so isolating to myself because it, it honestly just makes things worse and it makes me more in my own head that part but um the way that I've lately been trying to get out of feeling stuck and I think I felt out of all the times I felt stuck it was really like I'd say like the summer before senior year I feel mm-hmm. like I felt really stuck because I felt like I was in a major and I was in a space where like I had been working so hard towards a goal I didn't even like. Like mm-hmm. I, I kind of just put it on my, I, I put my mind to it. I was like, I want to do this. I, it sounded good in my head. And I realized I don't even like this. Like I don't even like this career field that I've put all this year's worth of work into that I've been going to classes for. Like I, I don't even like it. So why am I here? Yeah. And I just feel like I had like wasted more than anything time, which really pissed me off. <laughs> I was like time is the most valuable thing I got and I just sat here and wasted it yeah um so I felt like at that point I just kind of had to figure out like where do I want to go from here what I want to do like what do I like and to this day I'm still like what do I like like they always say do something you like do something you love like I don't know girl like I love going to brunch I love hanging out with my friends (laughs) if y'all fall into me like there's no job unless I go on Food Network. There's no job where I can go do go try and eat stuff and hang out with my friends. Like that's what I love to do and then watch movies with my family on the couch. Like it was just really hard to just come to terms with like I really got to work for the rest of my life. Like it needs it better be something I actually enjoy. Moms, when I my first meeting, my first day, I said this is really my life. This is the start of the end. Like, I got to do this for, li- like, life. Like, I need to figure out early retirement immediately. Because I just, I can't. So, at that point, like, I just kind of had, like, a low crisis. It was the middle of COVID. And I just felt like I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. So, that's when I, I figured out, like, I, when it comes to job searching, I think what Kelly mentioned before was really helpful. Like, Figure out where, if you, if you, even if you hate working and you don't want to do anything and you're just in and out of the headspace, think of a company you would like to work for. Like, where if I had to do some work, <laughs> where do I want to go? And yeah. where would I actually enjoy it? And where would, where, where's the company that, like, you dreamed of working as as a kid? Yeah. And that's actually what I did. Like, I, I made a list. And I was like, let's just go down the list. And the company I'm about to work for in the fall, like that was one of the companies on that list. And I literally just went on LinkedIn. I typed in the company and I typed in um, finance manager. Cause I was like, that's a job I'd actually enjoy doing. Like I would want to do something like that. And I found the man that's working my dream job and like reached yeah. out to him. And I was like, Hey bro, um, w- tell me about your job. Like, do you like it? Yes or no? I was really looking for validation, but it yeah. ended up like that's, that's how I ended up getting, the job that I got and it was honestly like blessing like like luck because I had I not done that I I have no clue where I would be or what I would be doing and mm-hmm. that's how like it turned into the full-time role that I got so I, I think for me it really took realizing that I wasn't okay with where I was at and just like pulling myself out of that space and being like okay what am I gonna do instead like I can't just sit here and sulk about it like I need yeah. to figure it out because I refuse to when I when I realized that I'd be working for the rest of my life I refuse to do something that I hate yeah 
and that really really changed me and to this day like the the internships I've worked um I've been like mm, do I want to do this for a long period of time like am I gonna hate this in three years you have to think for about real. that when the newness wears off will I will I not like this that part and for and that really helped change my perspective and I was like yeah like do I, I don't even like this I just like the fact that like you know it's new it's fresh and I get to right. go drive down to work and get my Starbucks and feel like a good girl like a that big part. girl yeah. I'm like that's not really but that's not really what it's about am I gonna mm-hmm. be burned out on the next couple years you know so that was really how I got over feeling stuck and I I feel like it, it's not the last time I'm ever gonna feel stuck I could get to New York and absolutely hate what I'm about to do but you know, it's just going to be a matter of reevaluating from there. How do I get unstuck again? You know, yeah. and just go from there. But I feel like with work, it's just really hard when you think like, man, like we started this earth with like rocks and water and dirt. And now we got to pay taxes. Like that yeah. really pisses me off. Like we should be, <laughs> I just want to live an easy, soft <laughs> life sometimes, but I'm That's... also ambitious. So I want to accomplish things, but it's an internal dilemma I face every day. It is. I, I feel, and this is really simple coming home to a clean house mm. oh Mm-mm-mm. and lighting the candle now like, now i'm like i understand my mom was pissed i didn't take the chicken out like i done worked a full long day and you wouldn't even take the chicken out the fridge nobody's eating y'all starving tonight nobody's <laughs> eating no literally and then i think about like people on tiktok like there's oh there's a man right now with setting up a ring light that's gonna renegade and make three thousand dollars off of tiktok <laughs> and i'm sitting here working full time absolutely no. not Literally, which like, <laughs> if you're unsure of what to do, if you need a, a path, different path to take, a slight career change, get into anything that's digital, social media, yeah, creation. Like, there's that's money true. made on literally anything that is online. Pinterest, um, I can't even Instagram, name all TikTok, Instagram, TikTok, Instagram. The I you know choose something else, but Instagram, my nerves. But yeah there's there's so much money out there to be made and it's just like i think the internal problems we face as like millennials gen, gen z not yeah. really millennials that much Mm-mm. but it's just like we've been conditioned to think go to school graduate mm-hmm. go to college mm-hmm. graduate get a job work that job for the next 40 50 years of your life mm. retire mm, enjoy the next t- two for you kick the bucket like and there's so much more to life than just going to work and coming home and there's so many more things to do Mm -hmm. than you know just going to college getting a job like right so many people don't go to college and do so well for themselves so many people pick non-traditional careers or career paths and And make it themselves yeah yeah don't feel pressured to to stick to the status quo I guess right no I feel you I feel you. And I think, I think now, I think I've been so conditioned to be like, no, like I, like, I don't know. I just growing up, I was just like, okay, you need to get a good job, go to school, get a good job. So when I see, when I see that not happening and people be, I'll be seeing Addison Ray and she making millies Um, off of, off of lip syncing. I'd be sick. But I'm like, (laughs) wow, like, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Now, granted, I don't think it would have worked out as easy for me as it did for Addison, but it's just a thought, you know? Got me there. Got got me there. Uh, but let's let's talk about some ways to reevaluate re- reevaluate your current space in life, your current position in life. Um, Benetra, mm-hmm. you want to kind of go over those? Yeah. So steps you can take if you feel like you're stuck and you want to get unstuck. 
first like reevaluate your current situation like even if you have to write it down because I think saying it out loud of what you're going through kind of brings it down to ground level if that makes sense like yeah especially it makes you kind of evaluate your blessings too like if you're going through a situation and you say out loud I'm a college student and I just got a degree and now I'm looking for a job like you're you're kind of humbling not only your own experience but you're just realizing where you are and it's like okay like at least I have at least I have a degree I have somewhere to start so it kind of makes you feel appreciative where you're at but you know also where you're gonna go then look at your goals. Like I'm a huge advocate of being very long-term. I've always been a very long-term person. Like yeah. when I think of my future, I'm like, what does 50 year old Danasia want to do? Ooh, you know, I, that's really, whoa, you do that much long-term. Low key. I do. Cause I'm yeah. thinking like everything, I, I don't know. I just see time as very like, like time, like past, present and future are all one in my head. Okay what I'm doing now affecting me in the future mm. and what I've previously done affecting me now my math is like I just got really philosophical low-key sorry okay. that, that wasn't meant to be that deep. it kind of it kind of like, gave Dr. Strange vibes <laughs> no low-key it did it gave multiverse for sure yeah. oh but I just see like the things I'm doing now it's all like it's all part of one story so like what can I do now if to make to get whatever end goal I want in the future so think of your goals and you don't have to be that long term you don't got to think about when you're 50 mm-hmm. but think about even like within the next year or the next six months like where do you want to be and what is important to you right now what can you prioritize right now okay. and then from there how can you get there like it can be simple things like for Kelly it was figuring out where do I want to work how do I want to get there? What's my short-term plan in between? And how can I maintain what I'm doing now in order to get to that? Level? Yeah. And then also just have faith that it's, it's, this is the hardest one. Have faith yeah. that it's, mm. it's, it's in God's hands. Like it's above you. At the end of the day, what's meant to be for you will come to you. And I think that's the hardest one to come to terms with because you're basically just trusting the un- and just hoping and praying that it'll work out. I'm not going to hold you. Like every time when, when I tell you, I know my walls are tired of hearing oceans. It, if you know, you know. Faith. Every, oceans. So many other Christian songs. That oh one just gets me. And I think Baby, it's, nostalgia. It's, it's like it's like a Christian song that um I forgot. What, <laughs> no, I know the song. It just caught me off guard. <laughs> Bro, oceans. Oceans. The thing is, that was when I went to Christian camp in middle school. That was the song that I was like, Jesus, and it just like it does it for me every time. <laughs> it really did it time. for you. Yeah, that so- song gives me tremors and not the good. <laughs> I have bad flashbacks of that song. I never want to hear it again. That'll do it. Whatever your your song of choice is to make you feel hopeful. <laughs> I I honestly there was one point in time where I didn't know if I was going to pass my classes. Still don't. We'll see in a few hours. And <laughs> I was laying down on my carpet, literally like in the dark, belting out oceans. With my AirPods on, so I couldn't hear myself sing because I don't want to hear who wants to hear that. <laughs> and it really centered me. So figure, just figure out what centers you and what song centers you. I'm I'm very song oriented, so my mood definitely depicts what kind of music I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> but um, yeah, and if all those fails, make a list of three. I I. I'm a firm believer that good things come in threes. It's proven correct every single time. Mm. Um, make a list of three things to accomplish or three things that you can do right now to get to whatever goal you're working towards. And just focus on those three things for now. And once those three things are done and you can check off that list, make a next three. 
take it easy. Like you don't have to have everything on your list accomplished right now. And Mm -hmm. I think like the biggest thing that most people go through when they're feeling stuck is like, like this feeling of comparison too. like, yeah, like, like I'm, I'm looking at the people around me and what they're doing and I'm not there. And I think that's the hardest more than having almost just as hard as having faith, like remembering that like your path is your path and what's meant for you is meant to come. And you don't have the same timeline as someone else. Yeah. I think that's really hard to, to go through too, especially in this era of like LinkedIn, where you can log in and see everyone's accomplishments on one big platform at the same time. Yes. Just Um, boom. boom, So yeah, boom, boom, boom. boom. I'm happy to announce. Uh, I'm proud to, I'm proud to to introduce. You know how many times I went on there to apply for, I'm happy to Girl, if you don't, I am not no, literally, right literally, now. literally. I thought, I thought about that. I was like, oh, you know, maybe I want to make a happy tone announce. I was like, no, I don't. I honestly don't. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. think I am. I think I am simply because I want to see my progress. And mm. the thing is, mm. back in a few months ago, I was like, I can't wait to graduate. And then I finally graduate. We'll see in a few hours. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, on to the next. Like, I feel like that is my journey of, of being grateful. Mm, you know yeah yeah and no, that makes my, sense my the for the start of my job but we we already passed an hour so let's get into it um now a uh, question for all of us as of right now what area of life do you feel mo- feel most stagnant in as 21 slash 22 year olds and what area of life do you want to improve on the most these honestly can go hand in hand um kelly you want to go first yeah i'll start though yeah kind of the same for me i it's going to be financial. Um, I still had to pay rent on the other house that I was living in before I moved to where I am now. And so I was paying two rents since May um, up until like the beginning of last week, really. Um, And so I haven't been able to like reap all the benefits of having like a job where I actually make money. Um, And the fact that I do get paid every week, like I haven't really had a chance to like not have as many expenses and kind of just like take it all. So I want to going forward. Well, once I come back from the Bahamas, cause I'm just going to have to like, look like a completely different person. Absolutely. Person. <laughs> but <laughs> once I come back, I really want to focus on um, really budgeting, um, just kind of finding a routine. And then I want to look into um, different things that I can start putting my money towards that will help me build my income, residual income, Mm. looking at other opportunities, avenues to create income for myself. Uh, And I'm, I'm the type of person and (laughs) faith is complete opposite. And this girl makes me feel like I need to never step out of my house. I'm the type of person. (laughs) Oh, you know, I think I'm gonna get this. It's been a hard day. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna treat That's myself. Mean. Treat myself to at least one thing every day. Like <laughs> no, li- li- literally. And I need to come back to earth a little bit. Faith, Faith shows me like, wow, you're really doing a lot because she does absolutely nothing. Um, so I do. <laughs> I want to find no, Faith. Well, budget should be like my spending limit is this for. I'd be like, girl, this that level yeah. of control. Faith is and discipline. Faith and Kirk are probably the two best people with their money. Kirk is borderline, like, not going to get... Mr. Krabs. Not the, the, the dad from... <laughs> the dad from... Um, it's Chris. Yeah. It's giving... Yeah. Chris. <laughs> he's, he's really a whole lot better. But those are the two people that I know that have the best self-control when it comes to money. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy for Faith now that she has, like, the real disposable income to... Yeah 
to to live honestly yeah yeah uh, to not survive but you know, live thrive. Yeah. yeah i you guys like i i like ordered lip gloss just i <laughs> felt so great like i was like i've been on amazon like i'd be like yeah like i got lip gloss i got a steamer i got i've been running my dishwasher mm. i god is good it's giving black girl luxury <laughs> like this is it's giving soft girl lifestyle See, victory in the small things. This girl's running her dishwasher and she's smiling like she just got her. With her lip gloss on. Right. No, that's right. Standing <laughs> up in front is, of the dip. I was literally squeezing my lip gloss like there was no tomorrow. And I was like, Faith, we have money. Like, it's okay to spend money. And that's so on, for me, I feel like my financials, I moving was really expensive. So I got really backed up on late payment. So when my paycheck comes next Friday, I'm going to be out of debt. Like I cannot oh, it's wait. It's getting like, hot wild. Mm. Oh, I'm like the thing is, I'm going ham for my sister. I'm gonna make sure she got she got everything. She got frat party clothes, frat shoes. She got like a computer. I'm making. I'm get, It's giving very much big sister money. And oh. basically, for right now, my financial is getting out of debt, making sure my sister is set up in life, um, and for college, and starting to really learn how to spend money. Um, cause I don't know how, Good and I problem. don't want to go hog wild cause that's genuinely scary. Um, cause <laughs> I, I'm an extremist. It's either spend no money or spend way too much money. And that's how I got to get in debt. So that my, my place I feel most stagnant in is learning how to spend money. Mm. So, Amen. Yeah. But mm. it, we'll see. I'll type in a group chat, but what about you moms? Um, for me, I don't know. I think outside of like money. I just I feel like there's a lot of transitions happening in my life and 222 has been the angel number I've been seeing every day like and literally every day yes I know I'm a, I'm a deuce my lucky number has been two this year like it's the year 22 so I don't know it's still it feels very symbolic and like I just feel like there's a lot of changes happening and I feel like the area I'm most stagnant in is just like stability honestly like I just feel like there's a lot happening that I don't feel stable in like there's a lot of unknowns yeah where I'm just taking it literally minute by minute truly Mm. things be changing so quick that part and I just want to be able to when I when I move like feel like I'm getting into a groove and I'm getting into a place where I feel like like okay I got it together because I'm going to be living like in in a completely different area of the country by myself like Mm -hmm. there's a lot that's I'm not really sure is going to happen but I do feel like I'm going to learn a lot about myself Mm -hmm. and I've always been a very I wouldn't say I've I would say I've always been very sure of myself, but I feel like I'm not sure of what's to come for me. So Mm -hmm. I feel like this next era for me, I feel most stagnant in like the confidence of where I'm at. Life is going to look like or who I'm going to meet or just all these things that have been so consistent for me for the past 10 years, like living in Vegas. I see. So I guess that's, is that, does that count as self-care? I don't know. Yeah. Self-care. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, that's and learning who I am more. Like I think you learn a lot about yourself when you get out of your environment and you go into a new area. Like Amen. you learn so much. And I didn't, I didn't leave like my home for college. Like I stayed in Vegas. So I feel like this is now my time to like learn who I am when I'm not around my family or when I'm not in a city that I've been attached to basically for the past ten years. Yeah. So I don't know if the I guess that's mindset too, like self care and mindset. I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm excited to see where that ends up. And by the end of the year, I feel like by season three, for sure, y'all will know more. Because <laughs> right now, it's giving very much question mark. Question mark. But by the time episode one of season three is out, y'all will know more about what's going on in our lives. So, 
But mm-hmm. we do have an affirmation of the week for y'all to mm-hmm. take with you. Okay. That part. I trust the journey even when I don't understand it. And everything will fall into place in due time. Yeah. So, girl or guy, if you got to say that <laughs> twice, get it done. Times. Yeah. Times. <laughs> three times. <laughs> three times the charm. Okay. All right. And we don't have any requests from the call line this week from anyone that submitted questions. But if you guys have any advice you need on different situations throughout our break um, as we go on hiatus until season three, um, go ahead and send them over to us and we will cover them as soon as we can. Um, We might even do a little surprise episode for y'all if y'all submit enough questions where we might, you know, cover it if if you have a time sensitive situation. Mm -hmm. But um, the link is in our bio. Um, It's called Free Suggestion Bots and it's completely anonymous. So we won't know who you are. Um, but yeah that was the end of season two y'all thank you so much to Kelly for dropping by and sharing your story and just telling us what's been going on yeah thank you so much moms thanks for having me glad I could glad I could um just kind of share my experience talk about it sad Mm -hmm. season over I'm gonna have to say my favorite episode was the talking stages because Denasia every day I wake up I think about (laughs) that dude who did not believe in slavery I told my family about that. Oh man. my gosh, bro. No, I, <laughs> I think, think about, about it him every a lot day. Because he be talking to me a lot. Like, mm. I, he still be trying to talk. And I'm like, sir, unless we're going to the African American History Museum together on a date, <laughs> don't, 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 don't ask me out. No. <laughs> because you need to, you need to reevaluate where you're at, sir. That part. I'm convinced that. he just hates himself. Because how do you not believe that slavery happened? Like, he be thinking mm. everything's a fraud. That was the top two best things I've ever heard. And not <laughs> like I sat at dinner and told my family, like my dad. And we talked about it. No, they know about that. <laughs> oh, that's humiliating. <laughs> now, okay, mom, Denisha, what was your favorite episode of this season? <laughs> oh my God. You know, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say failed talking stages, too, because going through, like, for me, it wasn't even Mr. Slavery guy. Like, it was the guy that was running to my car. Like, it had to be, like, like, I think it just speaks to my luck. Honestly. Yeah. That really did it for me. And also yeah. the hair, the hair episode. I really was hair. just about to say, we unpacked the hair episode was so much. I feel like it really resonated. Yeah. And now that I've been natural, like, almost the whole summer, like, it really hits home. Yeah. Shout out to Denasia, because I didn't know if we were going to see the stack. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I've been, I've been natural, like, I've, I've been natural since 2019, but I just keep them protective styles on, baby. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I was talking about, like, I was talking about Afro vibes, natural, natural girl. Oh, yeah, like, like, just, just wash and go, literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, learning to, I feel like those honestly might be our top two. I feel like now with analytics, well, actually, Phil Topics Talk is is up there. But learning to love your natural hair, if you haven't heard of that one, and you have natural hair, honestly, if you just want to learn about it. Tap in. That was honestly a really good freaking episode. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. What about you, moms? Is... What's your favorite? No, I you that... be internally ranking all all the episodes. She be we be finished filming. She be like, that was top three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I had to agree with you. It was learning celebrity and after every oh, single yeah. episode. And I love the one with Sharma. That's definitely runner up. Yes, definitely. That was that was a deep dive. I really love the therapy. I granted all of our episodes are great honestly therapy but I learning to love your natural hair it was just I had there was one point in time where I thought edges were too ghetto and they just weren't for me and now I'm like I could do my edges and that's just 16 year old me seeing me do my edges is like what we do our edges 
that's so insane and kelly knows like it was giving very much fried hair and vibes that's it no because i was on the same thing i all my friends were white i grew up in predominantly white i really thought i had the hair of a caucasian woman easily <gasps> and i was frying and dying and laying it to the side and up until basically like college um and i was also miss headband girly like headband. I, i've been through it all like uh-huh. yeah. i've been natural since 2017 and i'm just now like coming around to really like understanding look no facts facts no me and my little one bundle weave we was rocking it <laughs> now that said, oh this is brazilian that. honey one bundle no good and well they did nothing blend <laughs> bro that's literally insane. sick sick but <laughs> so but, glad yeah. you guys tuned in um please follow us on type a black girls we will be pretty active on there in our off season and we're looking forward to season three. We have a lot. We have a lot of fun episodes. We have planned. a lot of good topics lined up. And yeah. if you guys miss this, just go ahead and, you know, re-listen to your favorite episode. That part. Text us. DM us. Mm-hmm. Um, our DMs are always open. And we've been really appreciating hearing from so much of you guys lately. Like, I feel like we've gotten a lot of messages of just really good supportive messages. Like, positive words of affirmation, truly. Girl, I So love thank it. you guys so much whenever you reach out to us. We really love it. Like, we send screenshots to each other. Like, girl. Girl, look what she said. Look what she <laughs> said. <laughs> we love the message. So thank you guys for showing us so much love. And we will see you next season. Yeah. Bye. Bye.